0: Hello, welcome to an all brand new episode of Glenn is talking man from New York. Now, it's the middle of March and we we sprung forward, right? We we time traveled an hour ahead even though everything kind of feels The same crap, really, right? But still, we are are moving forward, of course. uh, The news still happening is, of course, the horrible conflict in Ukraine, the invasion invasion by Russia. And who knows where this is going to go. I think it's very hard for experts to predict, let alone just random people on the Internet. But that doesn't stop us, though, right? So who knows? But, you know, the Ukrainian president addressed the United States Congress asking for for more weapons, asking for uh, asking for no-fly zone which a lot of people don't want because that would mean sort of combat between US forces and Russian forces directly and nobody really wants that because they believe that will lead to World War 3 and nobody really wants World War 3, right? Even though with all these gas prices and the threat of climate change who knows, maybe World War 3 would be a nice little distraction from everything else, who knows? But seriously though we uh, these are troubling scary times and look, give this guy whatever he needs, you know, I know they're trying to be careful and judicious in their, their thinking and their approach, but I mean, are there like some secret area fifty one weapons that we can give this guy so he can protect and save his country because what the images that we see the stories that we're hearing is is horrible and 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 this is just, this is insanity uh what we're watching. And you you sit back and ask yourself how do you, how do you even get to this point like uh, are human are human beings just so sucky as a race you know you call at all the conflict unnecessary conflict right' Because most wars are unnecessary right even the ones that are necessary are kind of necessary because someone or some nation or some some president some dictator someone was being uh, being an ass clown right to be and that's the polite way of saying alright? right? Someone just wants to, someone just being an ass, really They want what someone else has They want control, they want power, they want domination They don't want to act we to they, they, they just, you know, just craziness Just really a failure of this humanity To, to see this, this suffering and see this despair And I think we should be doing everything we can like I said before, and I'm sure there's a lot of stuff happening behind the scenes that we don't even know about, which is why you know I think a lot of times people and it's right people are right to be upset and people are right to demand stuff, but a lot of times I think you know especially when you're dealing with high stakes diplomacy and you're dealing with military engagement. There's a lot of things happening behind the scenes that we don't know about, and we might not know about it two years later. Who knows? hopefully for the people of Ukraine, also for the people of Russia. Uh, there's, a, you know, there's a lot of good people in Russia, and and they they're living under tyranny, really, and they don't, and, and now they have to suffer, uh, because of these actions. It's, so let's move from Ukraine and Russia here to New York City. Uh, the mayor Eric Adams. Uh, and this real uh his new. Team, his new units to combat street crime and take guns off the street and gang members launched this week. Of course, the infamous street crime unit, which started during the Giuliani days and it, it morphed and changed during previous administrations, Bloomberg and Mayor de Blasio, but then it, it was disbanded in 2020. So it's back with so in those new spiffy uniforms, which before it was just plain clothes cops. And look, you can talk about crime almost every day here. And is like I said before, I don't wanna when we compare crime historically, yes, New York is safer than it was circa nineteen seventy nine or nineteen eighty five or definitely nineteen ninety. But that doesn't really help help. It doesn't make you feel better. Like if you get knocked upside your head a mugged if you get shot, doesn't doesn't it doesn't make you feel better. Someone says, Well you know statistically there's a lower chance of this happening than if it was 30 years ago. It doesn't matter. If you don't feel safe now, then you don't feel safe. And I mentioned that, I, th- I think, in the previous episode. But still, so they're thinking around that. And, of course, we had, we had like, a, a serial killer on the loose here in New York and Washington, D.C. Some guy <clears throat> killing homeless people while they're sleeping. And so they caught this this guy, you know, thankfully. But, yeah, really. And, you know, what's and who knows? Like, I hate the winter. I think I mentioned on the podcast before. I hate winter. I hate cold weather. I'm kind of looking forward to spring, but then I'm not looking forward to spring because I know spring and nice weather and then summer leads to a lot more foolishness. People people tend to get a little trigger happy when the the weather gets over like 65 degrees. People start to get a little get a little spring fever, turns into I don't know some kind of zombie virus. But, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting spring and summer uh, in New York and across the country. Gas prices. Gas prices are high. And everyone's upset, of course. And here's the thing about gas prices. I feel like we go through this. We go through record. I we, mean, we, we, we've been through this over the years. We have periods where there are really high gas prices. And everyone's like, oh, no, I got to get a, a more fuel-efficient car. I got to get rid of my big s." SUV, and I gotta get something hybrid, or get a electric guitar, electric guitar, I mean electric car, you should get an electric guitar too, so you can jam, but... Yeah, you. Everyone throws these emotions, and then when gas prices are really low, all of a sudden everyone thinks gas prices are gonna be low forever. So everyone gets the big SUVs and the big gas guzzlers, and all of a sudden, oh, maybe I get an electric car. Maybe I get. I won't get one. Maybe I get a hybrid. Maybe I, I just get a. I don't know, Trans Am or something. But everyone kind of just goes crazy. Everyone gets used to low gas prices, and then when they get high, oh my god! It just and I, it just gets annoying and frustrating. And, yeah, we have, we're dealing with inflation, and we're dealing with shrinkflation. I don't know if you heard about this. A lot of companies, they don't want to raise the prices, but they are giving you less of the product. Like, I think it was Doritos I, I read or saw, that they're putting less chips in the bag. Keeping the price the same, but putting less chips in the bag. Now, I noticed that. You didn't think we would notice that? You don't think a, a a chip connoisseur, as myself and others, would not notice there were less chips in the bag. There was more air. Of course, we noticed that, and this is but this is the sacrifices we have to make. It doesn't feel good. It Doesn't feel good when you open your bag of chips or you open a pack of cookies and there's less cookies in there there was there was before. It hurts. It hurts your feelings. It makes you sad. It makes you a little weepy. I think the Federal Reserve raised interest rates to try to fight inflation, which is one of their mandates. Fight, infl- fight inflation and keep, un- keep unemployment low. There's a lot of weird things happening with the economy. And I'm, I'm definitely no economic expert, even though I would have loved to be an economist in another life. Because I really love reading about the economy. And that was like one of my favorite college classes was macroeconomics. So I love I the subject, but I mean, I'm no expert on it. But it just seems weird that we've got we've got record low unemployment, and we've got these huge inflation, but we also have record profits by companies, and you know people are paying. I, I like people. The sales don't seem to be affected by many of these companies, so not yet. But like even though these prices are going up, people still are going to Starbucks, right, and buying. Two milk, two oat milk lattes or um, mocha frappuccinos, people are still buying stuff. People are going to maybe, maybe they want a little bit less, but not by that much. Or maybe they're making the difference somewhere else. But people are still buying stuff, people are still purchasing. So even though people, people are absorbing the prices, I guess, is this, I don't know, maybe someone who's, who's an expert just, uh, can explain it to me. You can email me. Let I me mean, know Like hey Glenn This is why you're stupid And this is what's really going on Because this is really strange But yeah And you know You you, I think Uber I think a couple other places Are going to have like A few surcharges Because of the price of gas And so there's There's, there's so much Happening in the world And you're kind of like You turn the news on And you want to turn it right off like, is there anything good happening? Is there anything really good happening? So, uh... Entertainment... So, the, uh... The, the Batman... Huge movie. Like, two weeks in a row just totally stormed the box office. Huge number. I haven't seen it yet. I don't think I'm gonna go to the theater to see it. Because I, I think it's gonna be on HBO Max in about uh, a month or a month and a half. So, I think I'll wait. But Zobie Kravitz, who, who's in the Batman, and she hosted Saturday Night Live this past week, and she's also she's also in a movie that's on HBO Max called Kimmy. She plays like a she works for like a one of those like Alexa type devices, like you know they like sort of streamline and curate and edit responses to like voice activated questions, and then it becomes sort of like a murder mystery thriller. And it's a really fun movie, and. Uh, well, I just wanted to talk about Zoe Kravitz for, like, two minutes. Because she's just, like, exquisite. That's all. This was, that's only, That was the only purpose of this conversation point. Just to talk about Zoe Kravitz for, like, a, a minute and a half or two minutes. But, you know, technology... I think technology has made us crazy. Like, technology has improved our lives a lot. But technology is... I think the easy access to everything, we just don't have a lot of breathing room, this is not, you know, back in the day, even, in I can't say it's just mobile phones or cell phones, probably the smartphones, because even when you had your, maybe your, I don't know, Blackberry, or maybe you just had your flip phone, whatever, you were connected, but you weren't connected, right, no one called you, someone texted you, but you know, your phone was there if you needed it. It wasn't like an essential, ubiquitous part of your everyday life in almost every moment. You weren't doing, you weren't ordering food and doing your banking and, and sending videos and sending photos and you can do everything on your phone. You can you can draw, you can play games, you can make music. So we didn't have, we were always connected and you, to the news and information and to other people. We had sort of this breathing room. And... We've, and I'm. I, I think I mentioned this before. We just we we had. There's a certain. I don't say carefree. But we just had space. We had space from each other. We had space from from the world. Even being in the world, we had space from the world. And we don't really have that anymore. Now I guess you can do that. I guess you could always just say get rid of your smartphone, buy a flip phone, or, you know, maybe don't have a. A laptop, or but just very really difficult, cause almost everything re- requires technology, right? You 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 always need your need computer, your tablet, and it, it doesn't make things very convenient. Part of me is like, I don't know, maybe part of me is like, hmm, but if I just got a flip phone, and wasn't worried about social media, and wasn't worried about like posting anything. This I just had a phone that you can call me if you want to call me or text me if you want to text me, and if you want to send me a picture, email with me, and I look at the email and I get home or something. Ooh. But I don't. But I just, it it just feels impossible. Maybe if you're like an 80 year old monk somewhere in the mountains, but even those guys got internet. Even those guys are watching Netflix. Speaking of Netflix, I was watching a new. Um, a new limited series, Bad Vegan. It's a uh, docu-series. Uh, There's a story a couple years ago about this uh, restaurateur, a very well-known, popular celebrity eatery, Pure Food and Wine, who ended up going on a run with her husband. They were arrested because he ordered some pizza and for like, embezzling and taking money from investors in the restaurant. It's a. Sort of cr- you have to watch this because I thought I knew the story but there's so many dimensions to the story that involves like I don't know souls and immortality and just really crazy stuff but we are in the peak scam con artist like content era the dropout which is on Hulu the Elizabeth Holmes story which is fascinating and also that show is pretty good and has some of this truly laugh out loud moments of course we had inventing Anna Anna Delvey uh, the, the socialite the so ho socialite grifter or whatever they called her and we've got you know there's this there's so much of this content right and I kind of think I'm not, I'm not excusing anyone's behavior or anything but I'm just saying we live in this place where you know fake it till you make it just put on the sort of the facade of success or even if you have, even if you aren't there yet. If you act like it, then you'll get there. That's been part of our our culture for a while now, along with hustle culture. And the thing, the problem is, sometimes you fake it, but you don't make it. But but then you gotta pretend that you made it. And because because everyone like. Because everyone has to be, like, an innovator. Everyone has to be an entrepreneur. Everyone has to be... And I'm not immune to any of these pressures. But there's this, this is immense pressure in culture and society. Tending with hustle culture. And I will say this about hustle culture because some people, are like... Look, I think hustle hustlers are, like, born, not necessarily created. I think most people who are hustlers, it's just sort of innate in their DNA. Just, they, that's who they are from a very young age. And... And it's just very hard to duplicate that. It's hard to duplicate that crazy energy that is always on 24-7 into something, doing something. And not everyone is like that. And sometimes, you know, sometimes hustle is just do whatever you want to do. That's the best hustle. Do what you want to do. And, you know, if you want to wake up 5 o'clock in the morning... Wake up five o'clock in the morning. If you don't want to wake up five o'clock, you want to wake up eight o'clock in the morning. Wake up eight o'clock in the morning. Do what you want to do. What's best for you? Figure out your own roadmap. And it's not about judging anyone's roadmap, anyway. Kim Kardashian took some heat. You know, where well, everything's going on with her husband. She, she talking about like female entrepreneurs and no one wants to work. And a lot of people were really upset. And because they say she doesn't understand hard work or whatever. And look, I'm sure for her, because she has like a dozen different businesses and she TV things and whatever branding deals she does. I'm sure to her, she she probably meets a lot of people who say, hey, Kim, I want to be just like you. And so she's probably saying, well, if you want to be like me, you got to do this, and you got to do that, and you got to do this, and you got to do that. And they probably don't, they probably don't want to do that. Which, and, they, some people don't, like, there's so much, so much effort in our culture about building a brand. And I've been thinking a lot about this. And before, people didn't worry about building brands. They just did what they wanted to do, and that became the brand. They wasn't trying to build a brand. They were just doing what they were doing. Like, Michael Jordan was just being the best basketball player in the world. And that became the brand. He wasn't like, I need to be a brand first. He just became the best basketball player in the world. Uh, Colonel Sanders was like, I'm going to work on building my brand. He's like, I'm going to make some good fried chicken. And you're going to like it. I got these 11 herbs and spices and you're going to love it. And that became the brand. So, but I think we live in... And I probably should... I'm probably going to talk about this in maybe a, a different podcast or something. But, yeah, I just think we, we, just, we just put so much pressure these things. And it's like, just find your path. Find your way. And, you know, like some, some people... Some people won't be happy. Some people, if they don't make a million dollars, they are not going to be happy with their life. If they don't have a yacht, if they don't have a summer home or... Uh, a winter home or if they if they don't become a millionaire if they don't have or they don't have a upper middle class lifestyle they're gonna be extremely unhappy and there are some people who are going to only make fifty thousand dollars a year or sixty thousand dollars a year who are gonna end up being really happy because maybe they have a job they really like maybe they have friends maybe they have family they've got a good relationship they they can be happy those people they'd be happy for fifty thousand dollars and there's some people who got a million dollars. And they aren't satisfied. Because it's not enough. Now I realize this podcast has gone all over the place. From Ukraine to hustle culture to whatever. But you know. Hey, stream of consciousness. Random thoughts. You know the deal. So on that note. I'm going to say thank you for listening. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. At Glenn Price Man. That's Glenn with two ends. Price Man with two ends. Podcasts. Email, you want to email me, that's podcast at manglen.com, that's man with two ends, Glen with two ends. And, if you would like to buy a podcast host, a cup of coffee, or a bag of chips, we have less chips in them, you can find me on Venmo with the handle at manglen, that's man with two ends, Glenn with two ends. Thank you for listening, take care of yourself.